0: This is a squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, this is Sports Day, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris, and I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the second of May. In your sport today, a mixed night for Aussie football. Historic abuse cases rock the AFL. History is made in women's boxing and stealing the spotlight. This is your sport today. Let's start the week with some overnight football news. We were hoping to talk about some good results for Aussies, but it's not quite the case. Uh, Melbourne City has missed out on a spot in the Asian Champions League knockout stage. And in Scotland, Ange Postecoglou has to wait another week to win the Scottish Premier League title Gabs.
1: Yeah, there was a fair bit happening last night. Had a couple of screens trying to follow this. So (laughs) Melbourne City, they needed Vassel Kobe to beat Kitschy last night in the Asian Champions League for them to advance. And things looked pretty good at 2-1 after 90 minutes, but then Kitschi equalized in stoppage time with a goal from Raul Baena, who used to play for their rivals Melbourne victory. Now, this is really unlucky because City didn't lose a game at all in their group stage and they hoping to finish as one of the top three runners up in that competition but they are now out and Fez in Scotland Ange Postacoglu Celtic they are six points clear in the Premier League and there are still three games to go there they drew with rivals Rangers 1-0 last night they did lead 1-0 and a win would have seen them win the title in Postacoglu's first season at the club Yep, Celtic are still
0: in the box seat, though, to win the league and their 52nd Scottish title. So Postogoglu has to wait a little bit longer, but there was another coach celebrating pretty hard over the weekend.
1: There was, and this is a pretty crazy achievement. So Real Madrid, they won their 35th Spanish title thanks to a 4-0 win over Espanyol, and that completed footballing bingo for their coach Carlo Ancelotti. The result means he's the first coach ever to win the title in all all of Europe's big five leagues. So he won in Italy with AC Milan. He won in England with Chelsea. He was in charge when PSG won the French title in 2013 and then won the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich in 2017.
0: Yeah, he literally hit new heights when the players (laughs) threw him in the air after the win. Uh, Ancelotti and Real Madrid aren't done just yet. They can make the UEFA Champions League final, but they have to overcome a 4-3 deficit against Manchester City. That game is on Thursday morning. We're changing gears for this story. An ABC report published on The weekend has revealed the Western Bulldogs AFL Club was the scene of child sexual abuse in the 1980s. Adam Neal was one of the victims and he shared his story to the world for the first time.
1: Yeah, so Neal says that he was 11 back in 1984 when he was first groomed and then assaulted by a Bulldogs fundraiser and room steward named Graham Hobbs. And that's when the Bulldogs were known as So. Neil, he was one of several boys who was offered money and match tickets by Hobbs before they were sexually assaulted, mostly at Western Oval, but then as time went by, also outside the club and by other men who were part of a pedophile ring. Now, Neil says that the abuse stopped after seven years, but he still suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. Hobbs, he was charged and sent to jail for three years in 1994 and then died in 2009. Current
0: Bulldogs Chief Executive Amit Baines says the club is shocked and dismayed at the findings and says the club will reach out to Neil and other victims for support. Last night, the findings of a leaked report was published by News Limited on how female Aussie rules umpires have quit because of sexual harassment by colleagues and players. I've put links to both reports in the episode notes if you want to check out them further. To boxing now, there are a couple of huge fights coming up in Australia later this month, but Gabs, the big boxing news was in the States yesterday. Aussie Sky Nicholson won again and she made a bit of history along the way.
1: Yeah, You could say the sky is the limit for her right now. She is 3-0 in her professional career, and that's after she beat American Shaniqua Paisley Davis via a unanimous decision that included a powerful knockdown in the final round. Fez, this continues a great run of form by Nicholson. Remember, she made the quarterfinals at the Tokyo Olympic Games last year. Now, as you said, this was a historic night because Nicholson, she became the first Australian female boxer to ever fight at Madison Square Garden in New York City. And that really is a big deal because the Garden has hosted some of the most famous fights of all time. Yesterday's card was also headlined by a women's fight for the first time ever at the Garden, and that was won by Katie Taylor in front of a sellout crowd.
0: Yeah, truly incredible scenes at the Garden. Uh, Gabs, you mentioned the Olympics before. Well, we've got some other Olympics news. Ian Chesterman is the new Australian Olympic Committee president. He was named as John Coates' replacement on Saturday night. Uh, Coates was in the role for 32 years. That's almost as long as we've been alive. He's going to stick around and help out with the 2032 Brisbane Games. Let's go to some rugby news now because the Waratahs pulled off the upset of the season on Saturday night. Uh, Gabs, they were given next to no chance against the Crusaders, but they proved a lot of
1: experts wrong. This really was a massive result in the Super Rugby Pacific Compa. The Crusaders, they are one of the top teams, but they decided to rest four All Blacks players and it probably cost them in the end. So the Waratahs, they raced out to a 17-0 lead and they held on to win 24-21. Remember, they didn't win a game at all last year and they hadn't beaten a team from New Zealand since way back in 2019, but they're now sixth on the ladder and they play the bottom-placed Wanna Pacifica next.
0: It was actually a pretty good weekend for Aussie teams. The Rebels and Brumbies both won, and that result means that Brumbies remain in the second spot on the ladder. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Union Live app. Download that for all your Super Rugby news scores and stats. In which year did the Tars beat the Crusaders to win the Super Rugby comp? Gabs, help us out.
1: Let's just say Bernard Foley was the
0: hero. All Tars fans will know what you're talking about, Gabs. <laughs> uh, find out the answer at the end of the show to basketball now. The Sydney Kings are the first team through to the NBL Grand Final Series and Gabs will find out their opponent tonight in a
1: decider. Oh, we sure will because it is one all between Melbourne United and the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. They've both won a home game each and tonight they're going to play in Melbourne in Game 3 for a spot in the final. As first said, the winner of tonight's match, they're going to play the Sydney Kings. They beat the Illawarra Hawks 2-0 in their best of three series it looked like this one was also going to a decider when the Hawks were up by 15 points before halftime but then the Kings they had a massive second half to win 99 to 87 and just to show how impressive this win was it was the first time since the league went to 40 minute matches that a team had ever come from 10 points down at halftime to win a playoff game
0: Yeah, a bit more history made in the NBL. Uh, Tonight's Decider is from 7.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Watch it on Foxtel and for free on KO Freebies. Let's head to Las Vegas now in the NFL Draft. Uh, Those who tuned in on Friday will know all about Aussie man mountain Daniel Farlele. He went to the Baltimore Ravens with the 110th pick. But Gabs,
1: it was a former player that sort of stole the show. (laughs) Yeah, fair to say. We haven't quite seen anything like this before. So as we know, the NFL Draft is a moving beast. I mean, There are literally seven rounds and more than 200 players that get drafted. So things have to move at a fairly brisk pace to keep people interested. So... When former Vikings player Ed Marinaro got up to read Minnesota's pick in the second round, it's fair to say that he didn't quite get the memo. (laughs) He went on about stories from when he was drafted 50 years ago and then ended up taking pot shots at other teams while up on stage and it didn't look like he was ever going to stop, so a producer had to go up on stage and told him (laughs) to just read the pick. He got the message and was quickly off that stage. It's a bit like when the music
0: starts playing at those Hollywood award (laughs) shows. Uh, And Marinaro, he should probably know because he became an actor after he retired from football. He's had a few roles and he played Leo on Days of Our Lives. Uh, Gabs, I can't say we've seen that one.
1: No, not quite Uncle Leo.
0: All right. I think the music is starting to play for us, Gabs. Uh, but before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the Union Live app. In which year did the Tars beat the Crusaders to win the Super Rugby title? When was it, Gabs? Yeah, time really does fly.
1: It was back in 2014.
0: Back in 2014, the Tars winning an epic 33-32 to 32 over the Crusaders. Uh, all right. That is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the Sport Today newsletter. It's got everything in the podcast plus more Have a great day and we'll catch you again tomorrow.